Greetings in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. My beloved brothers and sisters, I would like to meditate upon a topic called tithing. Teaching of tithing has taken prominent place in most of the Christian churches today. All the preachers, pastors, evangelists, prophets, teachers used to teach about tithing. But my friends, I would like to remind you that according to the New Testament scriptures, the teaching of tithing is heresy, a false teaching according to the New Testament. So let us turn our attention to Hebrews chapter 7 verses 2 to 9. Hebrews chapter 7 verses 2 to 9. To whom also Abraham apportioned a tenth part of the spoils was first of all by translation of his name king of righteousness and then also king of Salem which is king of peace without father, without mother, without genealogy having neither beginning of days nor end of life but made like the son of God. He remains a priest perpetually. Now observe how great this man was to whom Abraham the patriarch gave a tenth of the choice spoils. And those indeed of the sons of Levi who received the priest's office have commanded in the law to collect a tenth from the people, that is from their brother, although these are descended from Abraham. But the one whose genealogy is not traced from them collected a tenth from Abraham and blessed the one who had the promises. But without any dispute, the lesser is blessed by the greater. In this case, mortal men receive tithes, but in that case, one receives them, of whom he, it is witnessed that he lives on. And so to speak, through Abraham, even Levi, who received tithes, paid tithes, for he was still in the loins of his father, when Melchizedek met him. Verse 12. For when the priesthood is changed of necessity, there takes place a change of law also. My friends, I have read the verse from Hebrews chapter 7 verses 2 to 9. Here the writer of the apostles writes about the Old Testament law of tithe. Then on verse 12, he says that priesthood is changed. There take place a change of law. So we are no longer under the Old Testament, which is the Mosaic law, which is the Mosaic law given by God to sons of Israel. According to the New Testament law, we are under grace and no longer Old Testament laws are valid. If we examine the scriptures very carefully, we can know that the teaching of tithe is false teaching, which has taken prominent place in most of the churches today. If you come to Galatians chapter 
3 verses 23 and 24 but before faith we were kept in custody under the law being shut up to the faith which was later to be revealed therefore the law has become our tutor to lead us to Christ so that we may be justified by faith so paul mentions in galatians that law has become our tutor to lead us to Christ so that we may be justified by faith so my friends we are no longer under the old testament but we are under the grace of god let us examine the scriptures and connect the scriptures after scriptures to get better understanding of what is tithing and what are the different types of tithes which was mentioned in the old testament so we can get a better understanding in the new testament whether we should teach tithing or not so according to the old testament sons of israel have to tithe everything from their crops herds flocks 10% edge of everything they have to tithe everything from the portion their inheritance not just money so when we hear the word tithing most of us think of that 10% of salary that is the thought we get when we hear about the word tithing according to the old testament the mosaic law all tithes should go to levites so we should give our tithe to levites priest which is not in the church today which is not in the new testament so my friends most of the pastors preachers evangelists prophets what they do is that they pick and choose what is comfortable according to their own teaching they pick and choose some laws in the old testament and mix it with the new testament and they make a new laws they force most of the christian members to pay tithes which is a false teaching according to the new testament scriptures Lord Lord Jesus Christ has already abolished the law and nailed the law to the cross he has torn down the mosaic law on the cross now we are under the god's grace we are under a spiritual law not under the old mosaic law so let's get back to the old testament to get better understanding what is tithing and what are the different types of tithe in old testament you can see the word tithing has mentioned 
40 times in singular and 24 times in plural in short you know the word tithing means tax sons of israel have to tithe everything not just money they have to tithe everything from their crops flocks herds from their agriculture everything they have to tithe not just money but according to the new testament teaching most of the pastors preachers say that it is money but the lord has not commanded israel to tithe just the money they have to tithe everything they have to tithe the land they have to tithe the crops tithe herds flocks but these days the teaching of tithing says that you have to tithe 10% from your salary my friends let the holy spirit open up your heart today when you hear this gospel when you hear the scriptures today let the holy spirit open your heart to understand what is tithing So let's go back to the Old Testament to get better understanding what is tithing. So in the Old Testament we can see three types of tithes. I'm going to say again in in the Old Testament we can see three types of tithes which was given by our God. I'm going to mention each of the tithe and going to explain what that tithe refers to. And there is also another tithe which was a choice or an option given by God to Israel. We will also see what type of tithe is that as well. So, three types of tithes. The first tithe was Levitical tithe. Let's turn our attention to Numbers chapter 18 verses 25 to 29. Numbers 8 Numbers 18 verses 25 to 29. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, "Moreover, you shall speak and say to the Levites, when you take from the people of Israel the tithe that I have given you, from them for your inheritance then you shall present a contribution from it to the lord a tithe of tithe and your contribution shall be counted to you as though it were grain of the threshing threshing floor and as the fullness of wine press so you shall also present a contribution to the lord from all your tithes which you receive from the people of israel and it and from it you shall give the lord's contribution to Aaron the priest so my friends the levitical tithe required the nation of israel to give on a yearly basis a tenth of everything from their land 
herds flocks to levites as a part of the inheritance and the responsibility for temple duties in Jerusalem likewise the levites were required to give a tenth of the best and holiest part of their tithes to Aaronic priests that was the levitical tithes so the sons of israel tithed everything from the portion and was passed down to levites and levites tithed everything and was passed down to the aaronic priest so that was the tithe which was given to the sons of israel by our god so the levitical tithe was like an income for levites the income of levites which came from other tribes of israel it was a reward given by god for the service of the tabernacle the service of the tent of meeting and also the sh- the shouldering the risk associated with holy things so if you read numbers chapter 35 verses 1 to 8 you can see that god has mentioned in numbers 35 verses 1 to 8 i am your portion and your inheritance among the people of israel so my friends the lord didn't give any inheritance to the tribe of levites all the tribes of israel had their own inheritance in the land but they didn't have any inheritance why because lord was the portion the lord was their inheritance so lord has given as a reward to levites as their income for the service of tent of meeting or tabernacle so that was the levitical tithe which was given by the god to israel and we can see the second tithe which is the festival tithe deuteronomy 12 verses 6 to 7 deuteronomy chapter 12 verse 6 to 7 Then you shall bring your burnt offerings your sacrifices your tithes the contribution of your hand your worthy offerings your free will offerings and the firstborn of your herd and of your flock Then also you and your household shall eat before the Lord your God and rejoice in all your undertakings in which the lord your god has blessed you verse 11 then it shall come about that the place in which the lord your god will choose for his name to dwell the you shall bring all that i command you your burnt offerings and your sacrifices your tithes and the contribution of your hand and 
all your choice body offerings which will work to the God. So this was the festival tithe. So festival tithe on yearly basis to the temple in Jerusalem. All the Israelites come together in the presence of the Lord and they ate the portions of the tithe. They used to gather together as one nation in front of the Lord and they ate the portion of the tithe. They glorified the God. It was like a festival. So what happens in the festival, you know, all the people gather together. You can see the people enjoying the presence of the Lord. That was the festival type. That, so from the name itself, we can understand the old nation come in one spirit, united in one spirit, stand in front of the Lord. They enjoy and rejoice in the presence of the Lord. That was the festival tithe which should be on a yearly basis. This was the second tithe which was given by our God. So first we have seen the Levitical tithe where the sons of Israel tithed everything to Levites. Then the Levites tithed everything to the Aaronic priesthood. This was a reward from the God for their service of tent of meeting. It was an income to Levites because they didn't have any inheritance in the land of Israel as like other tribes of Israel. So let's see the third type of tithe mentioned in the Old Testament. Trinial tithe. If you come to Deuteronomy chapter 14 verses 27 to 28. Deuteronomy chapter 14 verses 27 to 28. Also you shall not neglect the Levite who is in your town for he has no portion or inheritance among you. At the end of every third year, you shall bring out all the tithe of your produce in that year and shall deposit in your town. So my friends, the triennial basis was tithed every three years. This was mainly for the poor and widows in Israel. So this, the purpose of this tithe was to give out to poor people and widows in the country of Israel. So they can be eat and satisfied in the presence of the Lord. So the poor and widows are never neglected in the presence of the Lord. So this is the tithe which they used to tithe once every three years. This is the third type of tithe. So we have seen 
three types of tithe. The first tithe was Levitical tithe. Second tithe was festival tithe where all the people come together and enjoy the presence of the Lord and ate as a family. And the third tithe which was mainly for the poor people and widows. And there is a fourth tithe which was a choice or option given by God. Let's see. Leviticus chapter 27 verses 31. Leviticus chapter 27 verses 31. If a man wishes to redeem some of his tithe, he shall add a fifth to it and every tithe of herds and flocks, every tenth animal of all that pass under the herdsman's staff shall be holy to the Lord. One shall not differentiate between good or bad, neither shall he make a substitute for it. And if he does the substitute for it, then both it and the substitute shall be holy. It shall not be redeemed. So the fourth tithe which was given by God was like a buyback option. Leviticus chapter 27 verses 31 onwards we can see that God has given a buyback option for Israel. So that was an option which was given by God to Israel. So what was the option? They could exchange their agriculture portion of tithe in return of money. That was the option given by God. They could exchange the agriculture portion of tithe in return of money but they have to add one-fifth of the monetary value so basically they have to pay 10 percentage of the tithe and on the top of that they have to pay one-fifth of the monetary value so they have to pay 12 percent of the monetary value to redeem the agriculture portion of of the tithe but it was not possible to redeem animals, flocks or herds in return of money. This was only possible with agriculture. And there was another option which was given to Israelites in Deuteronomy chapter 14 verses 24 and 26. This was the second tithe we have already seen. That's a festival tithe. But God has given them a choice. So, this tithe, as I mentioned earlier, you know, the festival tithes, everybody from different parts of Israel come to Jerusalem and gather together and ate the portion of this tithe and enjoyed the presence of the Lord. So for the second tithe, the tithe was allowed to be converted into monetary value only if distance was too long. As you, as you know, on the festival tithe, the people travel from long distance from different parts of Israel and come to Jerusalem 
to participate in the festival tithe so it was very hard for the people to travel with the portion of tithe because that was not money they have to take the portion of agriculture they have to take the portion from the animals so it was not easy for the people to travel from the different parts of the country and come to jerusalem so god gave them an option to exchange or convert the tithe into monetary value if the distance was too long so this law was probably given to encourage the northern jewish tribes and those who lived in the east of river jordan to participate in festivals so we have seen two options of the tithes the first option was leviticus chapter 27 verses 30 when they were jewish farmers have a buyback option where they could redeem crops what this was not possible with the animals they could redeem the crops but they have to pay 12 percentage add one fifth to the monetary value and pay 12 percentage of the tithe that was an option and second option we have seen that was festival tithe where they can convert their tithe into money they where they can convert tithe into money in the return of the tithe so this was an optional tithe which was the fourth type of tithe what we have seen so basically we have seen four type of tithes the first tithe was levitical tithe and second was festival tithe so just keep in mind that the levitical tithe was the tithe required by the nation of israel to give on yearly basis a tenth of everything from their land herds and flocks to levites as a part of their inheritance and the responsibility for the temple duties in jerusalem so likewise the levites also need to tithe everything what they get from the sons of israel and they have to pass down to the aaronic priesthood that was the levitical tithe and the second tithe what we have seen is the festival tithe for the festival tithe we have seen a buyback option where if they are traveling from different parts of israel to gather in jerusalem they could exchange their tithe in return of money and the third tithe we have seen is the trinal basis where the tithe goes to the poor and widows and the fourth was an option where they could convert the tithe into money so my brothers and sisters i want to remind you that all the four types of tithes what we have seen in the old testament has nothing to do with the teaching of tithing today my brothers and sisters i would like to remind you that this teaching has come from hell 
this is the teaching of angel of light satan this is spreading like viral in most of the churches today and pastors evangelist prophets used to teach this tithing so they don't have to trust in god they don't have to depend upon anything they get 10% of salary of the people my friends this is a false teaching i would like to remind you this teaching is a false teaching according to the scriptures let's come back to the scriptures in the new testament where we have seen that abraham tied everything from his boy you can see it's not just money it's not just the land it's not just the herds it's not just flocks abraham has tied everything so you can see various types of tithes the the tithe in the old testament was an a mosaic covenant but when you see the tithe of abraham you can see that there was no mosaic law at the time of abraham but he tithed everything he tithed everything not just money he tithed everything from the land flocks whatever he had he tithed everything to the lord and you can see in the old testament before the mosaic law came into existence you can see you can see in genesis chapter 28 verses 22 22 genesis chapter 28 verses 20 up to 22 then jacob made a vow saying if god will be with me and will keep me on this journey that i take will give me food to eat and garments to wear and i return to my father's house in safety then the lord will be my god this stone which i have set up as a pillar will be god's house and all that you give me i will surely give a tenth to you let me read that verse again this stone which i have set up as a pillar will be god's house and all that you give me i will surely give a tenth portion to you so jacob in the old testament he was a patriarch in the old testament before the mosaic law before the mosaic law came into existence you can see jacob keeps tithe as an option to god that if god bless him then he will give tithe in return my brothers and sisters you can see tithe system changes in the old testament before the mosaic law you have seen abraham tithe everything from the his boy and secondly you can see jacob tithe 
and after the Mosaic law came into existence, we have seen four types of tithes. So there were different types of tithes in the Old Testament, which has nothing to do with the teaching of tithing today. My beloved brothers and sisters, as I said earlier, we are under the grace. We are no more under the old Mosaic law. Let me ask you a question today. Do we have to give tithe according to the New Testament? Let's read Psalms 50 verses 9 to 15. Psalms 50 verse 9 to 15. I shall take no end bull out of your house, nor male gods out of your folds, for every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountains, and everything that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine, and all it contains. Shall I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of male gods? My bro beloved brothers and sisters, the God doesn't need anything from you because the, all the portion what you have received is from God and the whole world is God for the whole universe he has created whole galaxy system he has created he has created the human beings everything is created from God and he does not expect according to the New Testament he does not expect anything from us he expects to surrender our life in return of his sacrifice in return of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ do you know what is the best type or the best part God has given to us he has given his only begotten son to die on the cross so we shall not perish but have an eternal life so if you look at the word tithing in the New Testament the Greek word which is used for tithing is decay which means the best part or the first part standing for the whole part so you can say it's a best part or it's the first part means they the old testament in the old testament they used to give the best to god you know what happened in the new testament the lord our god gave the best part which is son jesus christ die on the cross he has sacrificed his life he has sacrificed his son on the cross for the redemption of the humanity that's the best part so my beloved brothers and sister god is not expecting you to give 10 percentage of your salary in return and ask god i have given 10 percent of salary bless me that is not according to these scriptures in the New Testament. That is not 
our God is expecting from us because God has sacrificed his son Jesus Christ on the cross. He has abolished law and nailed down the law to the cross. He is expecting the same thing from us. He is expecting our life to be surrendered for the will of our Father. He wants us to surrender our, our life and submit our life so we are walking in the newness of the Spirit. We are led by the Holy Spirit. He's not expecting like you give 10% of salary on monthly basis. This is a false teaching. This is a false teaching in, in the churches today. Let's see one of the scriptures from Luke chapter 21 verses 1 to 4. Luke chapter 21 verses 1 to 4. It's not 21, it's Luke chapter 11, 40 to 44. Luke chapter 11, from 40 to 44. You foolish ones, did not he who made the outside make the inside also, but give that which is within him as charity, then all things are plain for you. But what do you Pharisees? For you pay tithe of mint and rue and every kind of garden, herb and disregard justice and love of God. But these are the things you should have done without neglecting others. So in the New Testament, you can see Jesus calls Pharisees as hypocrites. Why? Because they rejected the word of God. They used to type everything from their portion, but they rejected the word of God. So Jesus calls them as hypocrites. They were still under the old Mosaic law because the new era was not started until the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Pharisees at the time of Jesus thought if they give 10% of salary, I mean 10% of their tithe, God will bless them and will take care of them. But Jesus pointed out that they were rejecting the word of God. They didn't know the power of God. They have completely rejected the word of God. They have not surrendered their life to God. Instead of surrendering their life, they thought that if we give 10% of, of their portion, they will be blessed. This is the same mentality in the churches today. Everyone are under the impression that if we give 
10% of salary on monthly basis. God will take care of everything. Lord will bless me 100 times. He will take care of everything. He will bless my family. He will bless my children. My beloved brothers and sisters, that is not according to the scriptures. God has given his only begotten son on the cross. So he's expecting the same sacrifice from our end. We need to surrender our life to God and be led by the Holy Spirit. If you have not surrendered your life, if you are still walking according to the, the thoughts of your flesh, according to your carnal nature, then you cannot please our Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, I would like to remind you that God is not expecting 10% of your salary every month. If you are under the impression that God is going to bless you if you pay 10% of your salary, that is a wrong teaching. That is a new teaching which came from hellfire, which came from the angel of light, Satan. I pray to God that the Lord opens your heart. Lord opens your understanding so you can see the deep things of the scriptures. God is expecting you to surrender your life in return of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and walk in the newness of the spirit. I have seen many preachers isolating the verse from Malachi chapter 3 verses 7 to 10 and they say that God will bless if you give tithe. God will open the doors of heaven and will bless everybody in return. They will have material blessings. Their kids will be blessed. Their family will be blessed. They will prosper materially if they give 10% of tithe. My friends, I would like to remind you, this is a wake-up call for most of you who are is hearing this word of God. This will be a wake-up call. God is expecting you to surrender your life. That is the best tithe you can give back to God. God is not expecting anything from you. Only your life. My friends, up to this time, we, we have seen what is tithe and what are the different types in the Old Testament. And from the scriptures, it is very clear that we should not teach tithing in these days because that is against the word of God. So let's turn our attention to New Testament and examine the scriptures and see what is the sound doctrine according to the New Testament. Let's meditate upon a topic called contribution or cheerful giving or generosity or, or offering. 
free will offering so let's read second corinthians chapter 9 verse 7 second corinthians chapter 9 verse 7 each one must do just as he has purposed in his heart not grudgingly or under compulsion for god loves a cheerful giver my friends from this verse it is very clear that we should not force the people for 10 percentage each one must give according to what he has purposed in his heart not grudgingly or under compulsion for god loves a cheerful giver so according to the new testament scriptures we are no longer under the old tithing laws we are under god's grace so god has given the freedom in our heart to give what is purposed in our heart not grudgingly not forcefully because god loves a cheerful giver so if you want to give 20% you can give 20% to god if you want to give 50% you can give to 50% but if you are forcing the people to pay tight then you are still under the old mosaic law you are still following the old mosaic law you are not under the god's grace if you are not under the spiritual law if you are not under the god's grace then you are still under the old testament law I sincerely pray that let the holy spirit open your heart today to understand the deep things of the scriptures let's read exodus chapter 25 verses exodus chapter 25 verse 1 onwards then god spoke to moses saying tell the sons of israel to raise a contribution for me from every man whose heart moves him you shall raise my contribution this is the contribution which you are to raise from them gold silver and bronze blue purple and scarlet material fine linen goat hair ram skin dyed red propose skins acacia wood oil for lightning spices for anointing oil and for fragrant and incense fragrant incense onyx stones setting stones for ephod and for breastpiece let them construct a sanctuary for me that i may dwell among them according to all that i am going to show you as the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furniture just so you shall construct it my friends here god instruct servant of god moses to build a tabernacle 
for the lord you have to understand that god gave moses the blueprint how to build the tabernacle how to build the sanctuary for the lord he has given all the instructions not only the instruction he have given what all the materials needed for the for the church when you say about the tabernacle you know it is a shadow of christ if you read revelation chapter 7 verse 15 you can see christ is our tabernacle christ is our sanctuary so this sanctuary what the god gave to israelites was a shadow of christ but from these scriptures you can see god gave the or or god gave the blueprint how to build the sanctuary how to build the tabernacle this should be the same attitude we should have today in the churches that god should give the blueprint of the church the holy spirit should lead us in building the churches building the church of god holy should holy spirit should take the control of the church but my friends what is happening today every one is building the church according to their plans according to their fleshly thoughts so my friends in the new testament in colossians it is very clear that church is the body of christ and christ is the head of the church so we should take blueprint from god and ask god holy spirit show me how to build the church how to build the church according to father's will that's what the servant of god moses did he didn't he didn't plan according to his fleshly thoughts everything was constructed according to the planning of god and god gave the whole instructions how to build this this should be the pattern we should be following these days when god asked moses to collect the contribution from the israelites god didn't ask them to force the people to bring the contribution if you read verse 2 you can see god said tell the sons of israel to raise a contribution for me from every man whose heart moves him that is the same thing we read in second corinthians chapter 9 verse 7 where paul wrote you should not give forcefully or grudgingly 
not under compulsion but whatever is proposed in his or her heart you should give and my friends you need to understand it's not just money it's not just money it's about everything so when they constructed the tabernacle in the old testament you can see a list of things which was needed to build the tabernacle in the same way we need to build the church today we need to build the church according to god's will according to his plan we may need physical things we need we need spiritual things we may need many other things not just money in the same way when we organize a meeting there there should be many things behind the scenes we need anointed servant of god to preach in the in that meeting we need financial support from the people to organize that meeting we need spiritual prayer warriors to pray for that meeting we need we may need spiritual support we may need physical support we may need financial support when we organize a meeting my brothers and sisters according to the new testament scriptures the holy spirit should lead us to build the church not according to our plan not according to our fleshly thoughts so when we talk about contribution we need to understand that it's not just money it is from everything we need contribution from every one in different areas different things some may not be able to financially support the meeting but they can support contribute spiritually they can some may be able to contribute financially some may be able to contribute physically that's how the church should be built when you examine the new testament scriptures you can see that we are born into god's family and god has given as greater great privilege to call him as father abba if you read romans chapter 8 you can see we can call our father as abba so what is so what a great privilege god has given in the new testament in the old testament israelites was not able to call god as father they couldn't even enter the tabernacle but according to the new testament we can come near to the throne of god come near to his mercy seat and call him as abba the father he has given great privilege to born in god's family 
so we are the children of god we call our father as abba what a privilege my friends if you are born in god's family do you think we tax we give tax to our father we tax we give tax to our mother no in a family it is the contribution in family we may contribute many things husband may contribute many things wife may be contributing many things children may be contributing many things that's how the new testament churches we are one family we are like a family where we contribute many things in the old testament israelites used to tithe from everything and give a 10 give 10 percentage to god as i said earlier it is like tax it is like taxing we all pay tax from our salary maybe 20% maybe 40% but that is not the relationship we have with our father in the new testament god has given great to privilege to call him as abba and for abba father so let's come back to the scriptures again so you can see god gave moses servant of god a list of things which needs to be contributed from the people and lord commanded that no one should force the people to contribute they should all contribute to the sanctuary according to his or her heart purposed that's what we can see if you read the exodus chapter 25 you can read it your own and see god gave the full blueprint and you you can see if you turn to exodus chapter 36 let me read that again Exodus chapter 36 verse I think it's in 21 you can see everyone whose heart stirred him and everyone whose spirit moved him came and brought the lord's contribution for the work of the tent of meeting and for all its service and for holy garments see it's very clear from the scriptures that everyone whose heart could everyone whose spirit moved him came and brought the lord's contribution and you you know if you read exodus chapter 36 you can see 36 verse 3 they received from moses all contribution which the sons of israel had brought to perform the work in the construction of the sanctuary and they still continued bringing to him free will offerings every morning so moses didn't force anybody everyone contributed according to spirit mode in the heart my friends 
this how the new testament church should be we should not force the people it's not it should not be under compulsion the lord's church should be built according to the holy spirit some may be financially sound to contribute some may be not so they can contribute spiritually they can contribute physically that's how the church should be built if you come back to second corinthians chapter 8 you can see servant of god paul is doing a collection for the saints in jerusalem saints in jerusalem has gone has gone through much persecution and tribulation in those days so paul and his team started to have a collection for these saints to help them in this condition so you can see when paul is writing the chapter 8 you can see he is mentioning about a word called generosity do you know what is generosity generosity is a quality like honesty and patience when you show generosity you might give away things or money or put others before yourself paul calls the collection an act of grace because contributing to the needs of others is made possible by god's undeserved gifts in their lives due to the time i'm not reading second corinthians chapter 8 but if you read the entire chapter you can see paul is talking about generosity generosity is a quality like honesty and patience where is the where there is no selfishness and he mentions about the church of macedonia saying that they initially submitted themselves first then they contributed to the lord so my friends first of all we need to submit and surrender to the lord before contributing to the church of god that's what paul mentioned in the chapter 8 paul illustrated macedonians as an example saying that they were an outstanding example for generosity they gave to the lord and they contributed to the lord's church but initially before the contribution they submitted themselves they surrendered their life and after that they contributed my f- friends if you submit to the lord fully the lord will help you and he will lead us into all truth let the holy spirit open your heart today to understand the sound teaching of the new testament and 
let's firm get firmly rooted in the scriptures so if you examine the greek word for generosity you can see hapal hapalotos that is a greek word used for generosity that means singleness that means not self seeking that means purpose which keeps away from having a double treasure and constantly a divided heart so my friends in order to contribute to the church of god you need to you need to have this quality generosity which is not self seeking most of the christian churches they used to give tithe 10% why because they are under the impression that when they give 10% to the lord they will be blessed they expect something from the lord that is self seeking from the greek word generosity the greek word of generosity i have mentioned that the meaning of the word is singleness not self seeking not having a divided heart my beloved brothers and sisters have you submitted yourself to the lord first of all we need to submit ourselves to the lord then we need to contribute so let's get get back to the scriptures again so as i said earlier in second corinthians chapter 9 verses 7 onwards if you read you can see god loves a cheerful giver when we contribute as i according to what i said this reveals equality in the church oneness in the church there will be no division there will be no division in the church this how equality is revealed in the church of god oneness is revealed in the church of god everyone will be united in the spirit if you read acts for 32 to 35 acts chapter 4 verses 4 verse 32 to 35 let me read that for you and the congregation of those who believed were one heart and one soul did you see in the first century all the saints submitted themselves to the lord they surrendered their life so the holy spirit says that 
they were in one spirit they were in one heart and soul and not of them claimed that anything belonging to him was his own but all things were common property to them and with great power the apostles were giving testimony to the resurrection of the lord jesus and abundant grace was upon them this how the quality when you contribute according to the holy spirit equality in the church is revealed oneness united in spirit oneness is revealed in the church this how we should build the church but the false teaching as we have heard from the old testament different types of tithes which has nothing to do with the teaching of tithing today my friends it's a time to examine the scriptures and understand the true word of god this is a wake up call for you so according to the new testament scriptures we need to contribute to the church of god contribution is the sound doctrine according to the new testament scriptures as i said earlier we are born into god's family we are born into god's family so we are one family so there is no tithing in the family there is no taxing in the family there is only contribution there is only sharing cheerful giving only we can give if we have submitted ourselves to the lord that's what the paul said in second corinthians chapter 8 macedonian submitted themselves to the lord first then they gave then they contributed to the lord so my friends i would like to remind you that teaching of tithing is a false teaching according to the new testament scriptures we have examined the old testament scriptures new testament scriptures and we are connected scriptures after scriptures to get better understanding of tithing according to the new testament it should be contribution offering free will offering it should be cheerful giving and there is no for and we should not really force the people to contribute holy spirit should move their heart if lord has commanded you or instructed you to build his church then he should provide you with everything he should provide you financially he should provide you physically he, he should provide you spiritually that's how we need to build the church because you are not building a house a church of your own you are building god's house you are building god's church 
my friends let these scriptures open your heart today let's put away the false teaching of tithing today let the holy spirit enlighten our heart to see the deep things of god let's pray to our father that he opens our understanding to see the deep things of